0: I'm Robbie Burns. And I'm Craig McClellan. And this is Semester 2 of the Class Nerd Podcast. Connecting teachers
1: to the productive world of apps.
0: Hey, Craig. Hello, Robbie. It's been uh, a week since we last spoke, or has it?
1: Yeah, I. well, the good news is I genuinely don't remember. Our schedules are so crazy right now, and we've been recording some close together and then spreading some far apart, so... I couldn't tell you how long it's been.
0: You know, time is really just a spectrum.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Jeremy Bear me is how we look at time, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I I'm glad you get you get my Good Place references yes. now. To if if you don't get that reference, listener, uh, you need to be watching The Good Place. Uh, it's probably my my favorite comedy on TV right now. That and Brooklyn Nine Nine. But anyway, that's a. Uh, that's another topic. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode on TV shows. What are we actually talking about today?
0: Well, we're talking about handwritten note apps.
1: Um, yeah, I'm excited about this. We both have new iPad Pros, new Apple Pencil 2s, or as people were jokingly referring to them, number two Apple Pencils. And there are definitely some apps that take great advantage of of these devices, so and of course, if you do have an older iPad and even older Apple Pencil or another stylus, this can still be a really great thing for for teachers in the classroom. So, um, why do we care about handwritten notes? We've we've covered notes in previous episodes. We've talked about bear and drafts and all the note-taking possibilities that we can type and add formatting to and all sorts of things. Why do we care about handwritten notes, Robbie?
0: So a lot of the note apps, especially the mainline ones, and, and by mainline, I I guess if, you're, if you've got one ear to the ground in the Apple community of productivity apps, you're aware of things like Apple Notes, maybe you know about Bear, you've most likely heard about Evernote. And these are apps that at their core allow you to do things like type text, add images, attach documents, do a little bit of formatting, maybe add a checklist, and uh, these apps vary in terms of how many features they have, but they tend to, at least in my experience, most of the apps that are out there that are good for basic text, image, and file management are typically not equally good for taking a pencil to the screen and scribbling on, and. This is you know, a really useful area for a teacher. I, you can imagine it's a really useful area for anyone who wants to annotate any kind of document on the screen of their iOS device. And uh, there are a ton of note-taking apps out there that really excel in just that, annotation with a stylus. Um, unfortunately, we have not really seen too many of the major players in the note-taking sphere rise to the occasion, Um, but in the meantime, we have a lot of really great apps that I think, uh, you know, enough that I think we've got an episode here where we can talk about some of them.
1: Yeah, and another reason for me is I find that even though my handwriting is terrible, I'm just going to say it, terrible, um, I just really like the feel of writing notes instead of typing it i feel like i mean i i you hear all the time that there's research that says handwriting versus typing helps you remember i do think there's something to that but i think it helps me stay engaged a little more too and not just type every single thing i hear but be able to synthesize and come up with the most important details so when i'm in a uh, professional development scenario or um any other situation where I'm learning, even at church listening to sermons, I like being able to write things down. So um, we're going to talk about that and about how we can kind of use these in the classroom with students. And uh, because I use, um, I'll be talking about how I use good notes here in a little bit. And a lot of that is connected to a projector and writing things down on the screen to model stuff for students. So it's another great, great feature. So I'll kick us off here with the... Uh, Premier Apple system app, if you will, because it comes installed on every Apple device, at least iOS and macOS. Uh, there's there's no Notes app on Apple TV, um, but it um, it's actually one of the best apps for handwritten notes that's out there. Um, so back, I think it was iOS nine. Robbie, you can correct me when uh, they com- when Apple completely redid. Um, Apple Notes, and it fixed the syncing features, added a lot of great handwriting stuff, um, and it's been a really solid Notes app ever since then. Um, A few of my favorite features that specifically focus on handwriting are um, if you have an Apple Pencil and your iPad is asleep, if you tap the Apple Pencil to the screen it will open to a new blank note where you can immediately start scribbling down notes and ideas, um, which is really handy. Um, Another great thing is, as opposed to other notes apps, for instance, Bear, um, with Apple Pencil, if I'm in the middle of typing something and then I want to add an illustration or just a handwritten idea, um, I can just grab that Apple Pencil and start writing in the middle of the screen and it will just... Immediately register. Oh, he's using an Apple Pencil. I'm gonna make this area of the screen for handwriting, and then when I set the Apple Pencil down, I can go back to typing, and it's just right there in the middle of it. Whereas, like with Bear and plenty of other apps that combine text, uh, typed text, and handwriting, you have to like say, "All right, I'm going to tap this handwriting button." And it's going to give me a full screen to handwrite with, which is then just going to be a picture that's embedded in the note. Whereas with Apple Notes, it stays editable the whole time. So that's really nice. Um, Another thing is handwriting recognition. Now, this doesn't work super great for me because, as I mentioned before, my handwriting is atrocious. It does allow you to search the content of your notes that you write, assuming that it's even marginally legible. So if you remember a word or you're a note that you've created and you're trying to find it, you can search for that word and it will in the notes app and it will hopefully find it for you. And I, I've had decent success even with my bad handwriting. Um, the final thing I'll say about Apple Notes is just that it includes Apple's system wide markup. API for um, being able to annotate with an Apple Pencil or other stylus um, on top of images and PDFs. So if you're at a professional development or something and there's a handout, uh, you can quickly use the notes scanner and uh, get that PDF right into your note and then annotate on it using decent tools um, there are better apps out there, but I'd say I'd give this a solid a minus compared to other, compared to other apps and have it annotate it right within the notes app and be editable and all those things. It's, it's really, um, just easy because of how well integrated it is with the whole system. So, um, really if you're looking for somewhere to keep handwritten notes, um, And not just mark up other things or uh, use for projecting on a screen or things like that. You're really focused on, I like taking notes and I want it to be handwritten. Apple Notes is a great, great place to start.
0: Yeah, a couple of those features you just mentioned are just so compelling because of how, you know, some of those system features like tapping the pencil to the, you know, to the sleeping iPad screen and having it wake to a handwritten note or... Uh, being able to scribble right on a document, like some of those features are so, so, so good that it's tempted me more than once to leave a more powerful note-taking app just to get adva- take advantage of those things. Um, I mean, yeah, and it, recently I was just, when you were talking about scribbling on a document, it reminded me that you actually, there's no trigger into annotation mode anymore with the pencil. It just immediately starts writing on the PDF, making it feel a whole lot more like paper. That, and this will be a theme for me later in this episode is the importance of that feature in these kinds of apps. Um, we, did, we did actually an episode about Notes, a more, a more general overview of some of our favorites last semester. We'll link to that because one of the main features of Apple Notes is that it is all of your handwritten features are like in the same place as all those other compelling features. Um, you know, and I love having everything in one place. Uh, of course my need to fiddle with new note-taking apps every you know every other day keeps me from take you know fully taking advantage of that but that's what it is i suppose in the life of a class nerd
1: <laughs> I i'm exactly the same way even as we've been sitting here and i've been talking about apple notes i've been thinking do i need to move back to apple notes right now and the answer is I don't have time to deal with that right now, but it, and especially if some more automation and shortcuts integration happens in iOS 13, then I probably will. But, um, I, I definitely, I'm, I'm too fiddly to, uh, to stay in Apple notes for too long.
0: Yep. And I'll spare you the, my, my version of that would be Evernote, but we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into yep. that another time. Okay. So yep. moving on. All right, keep going. I'm, I'm moving this forward. So we've got, um, a handful of notes in our in our uh, outline here, but I think there's really two major players in the handwritten note space, and they're actually both very similar with some minor differences. Uh, so I thought what we would do is overview them really quickly and then talk a little bit about how they fit into our teaching workflows. The first of these is notability, and notability is actually not my daily driver right now but I used it for a really long time and I want to talk a little bit about some of those features that compelled me towards it you know you open the user interface of notability and what you get is a very very minimalist and simple handwriting note environment and what I love about it is that you have some basic categories you can organize your notes into but then on the left side of the screen of the iPad, you have those categories, uh, but then on the right side of the screen, you just have a simple list view of all of your notes, and it's just beautifully simple. There are not a whole lot of organizing structures in place. You can just organize them by name, modification date, or creation date. And what I think is cool about them is, you know, like I mentioned with Apple Notes, you create a new note, and you can just instantly take the pencil to the screen and start scribbling. And this is a very, very crucial feature of the handwriting note apps because there are, I mean, if it were, if this were not a missing feature in a lot of PDF apps on the iPad, I might actually just do all of this kind of work in PDF apps because 99% of my stuff that's in Notability or in GoodNotes, which we're going to talk about in a second, is PDFs, documents, that I want to just draw on. And that to me is such a big part of it that uh, I would honestly just organize these PDFs in a file system and draw on them on the, you know, for me, what is PDF expert, which is actually a quite good app for, you know, drawing on documents. But the fact that there's like extra layers of going into annotation mode is such a deal breaker for me. So I just want to take a file and start drawing on it like it's a piece of paper. And Notability allows you to do just that. Uh, Whether it's a PDF you've imported in or a blank white canvas, you've got some basic tools. You've got text, the ability to simply type with your keyboard. You've got pencil tools. You've got some simple color and line thickness options, an eraser, a highlighter. You can cut stuff and surgically remove it from one place in your note to another. But what I've found that distinguishes notability from the others is this audio recording timeline thing. And I actually don't, even though it's really, really useful for a band director who is teaching in the classroom like myself, I find that it's not useful on a regular enough basis for me that I I use notability. But occasionally I will take it out for two situations. Number one, I am listening to a recording of my ensemble or someone else's, and I am taking notes. Or two, I'm listening to a lecture and I'm taking notes on the lecture. And the reason why is because when you trigger Notability into audio recording mode, it snaps all of your handwritten elements and your text written elements to a timeline grid of the audio file so that if you want to go back through the audio file, you can actually see exactly which notes you were taking at every single point. Like it literally, as you replay the audio, will animate your notes in real time as you're doing it. And this is really great because you can search for a particular word you may have typed that you knew you typed. You're like trying to find out, oh, I know that the lecturer was saying this at this moment and I know I was typing about it. So let me search for the words I was typing on the screen and boom, when you get to that word in your notability note, it'll link directly to that part of the audio file, which is super cool. And it does the same for handwritten notes as well. So I find this to just be a very useful feature for those kinds of things. Um, But most of all, I like to bring PDFs into it and scribble on them. And I like to do this because the workflow is just so few steps. You take something from another place You go to the share menu, and then boom, it's in Notability. Notability does not have a ton of organizing structures, so you just instantly start scribbling on a document. And I used to use this. I I use GoodNotes now, but I would use this with a Siri shortcut to pull in clean copies of my ensemble's seating chart and then take notes on my students' progress in Notability, which I would then later go to on the Mac and... Then like look at those and compare those against a rubric and grade them in our school district's grading software. So and maybe I'll detail that a little bit when we talk about good notes, since that is currently my main driver. But that's that's notability for you. It's definitely the audio features and the simple workflow are what distinguish it for me.
1: Yeah, I have used notability in the past, and I honestly don't remember what it was about the next app that we're going to talk about that pulled me away because they, they have a lot of feature parody. We're, we're going to be talking about GoodNotes. I'm going to get into that in just a second here. Um, I loved Notability and, and used it a lot. And there was something about GoodNotes that drew me to it and I've just kind of stayed there. Um, but I, I really recommend Notability highly as well. It's, it's a fantastic app. As far as GoodNotes, Notes. Um, I use it, I mean, it, it basically everything, Robbie, that you said about notability, a lot of that is there. The main thing that sets GoodNotes apart from notability for me is how it behaves when you connect it to a projector. GoodNotes takes advantage of the API that detects an external display and controls what is shown up on the screen. So if, for instance, I am... Projecting onto my whiteboard and doing a lesson and modeling something for my students that I'm handwriting, I would keep Good Notes in three quarter split view of my iPad and maybe my lesson plan in Bear or Agenda or wherever I have it written down in the other quarter of the screen. But Good Notes only projects itself up onto the screen, it doesn't allow the other app to be up there. That helps me not miss anything in my lesson when I'm modeling or things like that. So, for example, I'm, I'm a third grade math teacher and I do uh, number talks every day in my classroom. And I love to, instead of writing them up on the whiteboard, I love to do it in Good Notes on my iPad and then write down the students' names next to their answers. And just like with Apple Notes, GoodNotes has handwriting recognition. So if I'm in a parent-teacher conference or just trying to determine how little Johnny is doing in my class, in GoodNotes, I can look through and say, oh, little Johnny, here's a a mistake he's making every time he answers in a number talk. Or, "Mm, little Johnny is not answering as much as he probably should be. I need to be intentional and call on him more just by searching for Johnny's name. And so it has... The, the handwriting features and the projection, which allow me to use it for that. Um, I also, back when I was teaching second grade and teaching everything, if I was modeling some writing, and I'll even do this in my science classes as well, um, I will write out a model paragraph because they're so young and not used to writing more than you know, five to ten sentences. When I want them to write more in depth, I need to model it. And so I will get my lined paper in good notes on the screen and I will write out and I'll even color code and say like, okay, you have to have an introduction. My introduction is this section in blue. My three facts are these three things in red. And my conclusion is this thing in green or whatever color, you know, I use to help them visually see what I'm modeling for them. And, um, that, Kind of also leads me into that there are really great paper templates, so there's lined paper. You can create your own out of PDFs, so if you go into, let's say, um, Pages, and design a template of something that you want to write on, um, you can pull that in as a PDF and use that as the paper in uh, in your notebook, so it gives you a lot of options. And then the other thing that's interesting, is how GoodNotes organizes your notes. It has, it's very, um, what's the word that, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now, Robbie, where uh, that everybody dislikes Scott Forstall for. Um, Morphic design. Thank you, Morphic, Yes, that was the word I was looking for. Um, it It is very skewmorphic in that it has notebooks that look like little notebooks and you open each notebook and it has different paper. And so you could have a notebook with graph paper or with line paper. And so I have a number talks notebook for each of my classes and a math notebook that where we do some math writing and and practice problems and a science notebook where we make observations about science experiments. And just like my students have those, when I say go to your desk and get out your science notebook, I open up on the projector, my science notebook. And so it's not necessary. It's a little cutesy, but it honestly like helps me stay organized with what I'm doing with my students because wherever I want them to write it down, I write it down in the same place. Um, so Robbie, what's your experience with good notes?
0: Yeah. You've, you've really mentioned a lot of the features that differentiate it for me. I actually, you reminded me of just a couple of things that I wanted to say about notability real quick before I forget. Sorry to, to bounce around, but you mentioned the the paper options. There are paper options in Notability too, but they're just so much more accessible in GoodNotes. And GoodNotes actually has a really, really useful one for music teachers. It has a staff paper. That's yeah. right. I've seen that. Yeah, it's very useful. And I just have a simple notebook in GoodNotes that uh, all it really does is... It's it's just like a it's a music sketchbook and I the really cool thing is to create a new page you just drag the current page all the way to the left until a new page appears, uh it, just like you're flipping a page in an actual notebook yeah I love that it's really cool um so so I like using that. For those kinds of things, Uh, I still feel, you know, like most people I think would agree for creative work, I still feel a little bit more connected to a real piece of paper with a pencil. But it's great, especially for communicating really quick ideas to my students, Uh, you know, with iPad plugged into a projector. Uh, I do think the projector features are very, very useful in GoodNotes. But what draws me to this app is a little bit more the yeah, like you kind of mentioned, this notebook kind of style of organization. It, it's also what I dislike the most about GoodNotes. Um, Same. So it's what I dislike about it is it adds extra steps. And sometimes I just want to be scribbling on paper, And but it'll be like prompting me, okay, which category do you want to put this document into? Um, okay, do you want to create a new page above or below an existing document? And I'm like, no, just show me the PDF on the screen already. Um, so that's frustrating. But then, what you get out of it is it is actually really nice to kind of conceptualize where your work lives. Um, I think probably the answer to this is that I should just take away my main category, which is like I, I, most of my stuff is either uncategorized or it's a seating chart. And um, I, I guess in a second I'll get to my seating chart workflow, even though I've talked about it a dozen times on this show and others. Um, But for me, the organizing structure that is the most useful is that GoodNotes has a tabbed user interface. Ah, yes. yes, tabs. And this became an app that allowed me to, instead of juggling between a bunch of different apps, to just kind of keep a zone on my Mac and on my iPad where I had a bunch of quickly accessible documents all opened in the same application that I just needed to look at and view and not necessarily annotate. So... Just some quick examples, um, I was like, I have a, a document that is like a roster of all of my sectional pullout groups for my band, so like, what's who's in this flute group? Who's in this clarinet group? Um, I've got also a schedule of all my sectionals that lives in my school's shared, uh, my music team's shared Google Calendar, but also like a little bit more of a concrete and fixed version that's more legible, that's like a numbers document. Uh, I've also typically got a couple of documents where I'm keeping track. Like right now I've got one keeping track of how many students have paid for their concert attire, uniform, um, just tons of, tons of stuff. So let me, let me just open a couple more tabs here. Um, I've got like a, just a couple rosters, like my jazz band roster is here. Um, I've got, we have this thing every month where we do a special schedule where we have a club at the end of the school day for an hour. And so I've got the club schedule in a tab. And then, of course, I've got a couple of my seating charts at the end. And this is just so much easier than having a million apps open. And when I'm directing from the front of the band room, GoodNotes just lives on half of my screen. And I really quickly just tap on the tab that I want to be looking at. It feels a lot more like handling a stack of physical paper on my desk. So that's what really draws me to GoodNotes as far as a workflow goes. Now, uh, my, my seeding chart thing I, I've talked about before, but I have a shortcut that basically goes into Dropbox and it looks for a seating chart that I've designed at OmniGraffle but that I have exported as a PDF into Dropbox. And step one of the shortcut looks for that document and then it creates a clean copy in GoodNotes. But now I've got another shortcut that runs that shortcut hey bro. And then it (laughs) runs another step that opens my lesson plan in Omni Outliner, which is just a frequently accessed document that is in sync between all my devices. So like if I'm walking down the hallway and I remember an announcement I need to make to the class, I type that onto my phone version of Omni Outliner. Uh, You know, and then what I can do is when I start class, I say, hey device, it's time for concert band. And then it Opens a fresh copy of the seating chart and then opens up my lesson plan. So this is really a, a nice workflow. Then I, I scribble on the seating chart things like who is doing a great job, who is sitting with awesome posture, who is chewing gum in my class, who is not participating, and then on the Mac version of GoodNotes, I compare this against a rubric and enter the grades. So it's really cool. It keeps a log of everyone's progress. If I'm, I don't really. Work in a community where a whole lot of parents call me on my grades, but if anyone ever does wonder why is John getting a C in band, I can say, well, on November fourth, he there were five times when I looked in his direction where he was not participating in instruction, and you can see that right on the chart. So it's a really cool way to get data on students, and uh, you know, at the same time, it's fuss-free. It doesn't have a lot of steps. So and, and you know, you're just scribbling on a. On, a, on an iPad. So it's, it's informally collected and really easy to do without really missing a beat. I'm sometimes, I sometimes don't even pick up my baton. My students joke with me like, Oh, are you conducting us with the Apple pencil again? That's cute, Mr. Burns. Um, <laughs> so, you know, cause it's like, Hey, I'm holding this. And then there's very few steps between me, you know, waving it in the air and then scribbling on my iPad. Um, I try to get not to be too pedagogical about music stuff, but I try to get them playing without relying on my conducting in the first place anyway. So, uh, so that's my good notes workflow. Um, there's a there's a ton of features that I feel like we're missing. One one of them is that actually both these apps can link to a Google Drive or a Dropbox or an Evernote account and can sync your edited PDFs to that service, which is, is really useful in the case of Notability, which doesn't otherwise store the PDFs in a place that's accessible to the Finder on the Mac. I think I'm right in saying that. I might Maybe someone listening, if I'm, if I'm wrong about that, I'd love to know. But this allows me to really quickly search the seeding charts by file name when I'm on my Mac, if, if I don't want to look at the whole batch of them. Um, but yeah, I think I think, you know, you nailed it with with the Goodnotes workflow, I mean to me, it's like a, the metaphor is that it's kind of like a shelf of notebooks, and right, it, it's kind of a cool thing. I actually, when I got my new iPad, I was so compelled by the Apple Notes workflow that I drew a little animation in an Apple Note with the Apple Pencil 2 trying to conceptualize where four different note-taking apps I use on a regular basis fit into my workflow and sort of like what is the metaphor for (laughs) each of these because that was the only way so I appreciate skeuomorphism because it helps me to put that metaphor into place and I will be happy to share that graphic with the fine listeners of the class nerd podcast in our show notes
1: yes please uh I believe you sent that to me but I would love to see it again as well um, all right, well, we just have a few other... Those are the main apps that we want to focus on with handwriting, but there are a few others that I feel like
0: are worth just a quick mention. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, Um. I will... Uh, <laughs> uh, I hate you. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. At least let me leave that one in so I can explain to everyone listening how many times you have... M- Created an edit point for me today <laughs> by sneezing <laughs> or stopping. Oh man! All right, no, we're powering through. We've got other options in our outline, and I don't feel like these really deserve a ton of fanfare. Um, the the one of these that I use the most is Pen Ultimate, and the reason is because Pen Ultimate is a it's an app that is owned by Evernote, and it's just again, it's a really simple app. You can open up to a blank sheet of paper and start scribbling on it with an Apple Pencil. Um, What I really like about it is it's got some simple paper styles, it's really easy to get up and running, and it syncs directly to your Evernote account, which can then take those notes and search the handwriting, and Evernote's handwriting search engine is very, very good. So um, if I want to just take some notes and have them immediately sync to my Evernote account, I'll boot that one up.
1: Yeah. uh, The next one I'll talk about is Linea Sketch by the Icon Factory. And uh, it is a drawing app. It is made to have tools for people who want to draw with the Apple Pencil on an iPad Pro. Um, And I am not an artist. Um, I bought the app because I wanted to just get better at drawing for fun. And it's a great tool for that. But if you're someone who's into sketch noting or, um, anything really, it is a great, it has a lot of great, uh, papers and art tools. So whether it looks like pen or pencil or things like that, it really does look great and is easy to use and is always, um, updated really quickly to work with the latest features of iOS and new Apple hardware. So, um, and you can then just export as a JPEG or any other image format um, and put it inside another note. So um, it it's not perfect, but it, it is an option.
0: Yeah, another one is the Paper App by 53. And they were just acquired recently by some company. Like
1: WeTransfer That's or the one,
0: yeah. Um, this is like a long-standing drawing app on ios i you know i still pull it out from time to time it just feels really good to draw on the tools it's one of these things where the tools were so good from the start that even though this i mean this is one of the first ipad creative apps that i ever got into and it's just got some really good tools for drawing Uh, they added some note-taking features like image attachment and text about three or four years back and it's still a strong contender Uh, I, i think of it personally more for drawing like i think if you're looking to just draw simple sketches this is possibly one of your best options uh and then like you mentioned with li- is it linea i can never it's
1: linea i believe Linnea. that's how i've always heard it
0: linea they're they're both really good for drawing a sketch and then exporting it somewhere else yeah uh,
1: final one is uh, day one, the journal app um, just recently in the last couple months has added a drawing and writing feature into uh, the app for premium subscribers. So if you're someone who happens to like to take your notes alongside your journal entries, um, which you can in day one have different journals. Um, it's it's an option. It's not great. It's definitely a uh, version 1.0 of this drawing feature. Um, I've yet to find an eraser. There's just an undo button. And even when I'm using the Apple Pencil, it's still sometimes to, um, my hand marks on it. So it's not just using the Apple Pencils detection of, uh, or palm detection. So it's not perfect, but, uh, it's there. And so if that's somewhere that you like to use,
0: it's, it's worth a look. Cool. Um, two more, uh, just one that I've tried to, to play around with a little bit. It's, it really is just so, so, so similar to good notes and notability that I, I don't feel like it's Worth talking about too much, but if you're if you're uh, shopping the App Store for one of these things, uh, Note Shelf is worth looking into. That's another third-party option that's got a nice design and a good feel to the pen tools. Uh, the other one we didn't talk about is OneNote, and there are some very committed OneNote users. I have a feeling that if I were really into Microsoft stuff, like using the Office suite a lot more, and maybe like had a Windows device in my life, that this would be my go-to. It's just, it's kind of like Evernote, but it's just, you know, it's got a lot of good integration with Microsoft apps. Like if you copy and paste part of an Excel spreadsheet table into it, it like maintains all of its formatting. And when you click into one of the cells, it feels like you're interacting with an Excel document, not a simple table and a note. And it's got some handwriting stuff, built into it that I haven't played a lot around with a ton, but, uh, you know, it would be silly if it didn't get mentioned here.
1: Yeah, I, uh, we're a Microsoft school district, and I have played around with it, and it seems pretty amazing, but it's also so feature-rich that every time I open it up, I'm just overwhelmed and immediately close it. So um, it's definitely powerful, and if you are tied in with Microsoft... I definitely give it a look but uh, for me it, it was just a lot
0: let me ask you do you have any ways since I know we're both using other note-taking solutions for other various things um, do you have any way of bridging the gap between the handwritten stuff and your primary note-taking app which is I know for you is Bear right now like do you is there a way that you get some of your handwritten stuff and then throw it into Bear, or do you leave them separate what's your workflow for that
1: it's it's a good question. I th- This workflow is in flux for me right now. Um, most of the actual handwritten stuff that I'm doing, like I mentioned for my students, that just stays in good notes, and I don't worry about that. Um, I've gone back and forth on taking handwritten notes of professional development. Most of what I end up doing, though, is annotating a PDF or scanning in, you know, a handout that they give me and annotating that and then either dropping that directly into bear or I know we've briefly mentioned and talked about everything buckets and I've been using keep it and annotating directly from the PDF and keep it but then linking to that PDF into a bear note. Um, it's convoluted and Part of me thinks I just need to go back to Apple Notes because I'm doing too many things, but it does work. It's possible. You can do a lot of a lot of great stuff. so I don't, what about you what's what's it look like for you?
0: I've been spending a lot of time with Devon think over the last few months, and it's turning out that uh it's it's really um I like it a lot, but it's not working for me in terms of like the the reliability of the cloud syncing. Features. So I am using Evernote as an everything bucket. I'm using Apple Notes f- for some really simple stuff, like little quick lists and text snippets and links. But I'm, I really am trying to dump everything in Evernote. And, you know, it's got good. One of the things that really no other app can do that it can do is it can text search an image file. Um, so I like to keep anything that I'm going to want to reference later there. That being said, my Goodnotes workflow does kind of keep to itself. I will occasionally look at the stuff in my Goodnotes library on my Mac just by simply searching for the PDFs directly in the Finder. But yeah, I don't I don't think I am in the habit of bringing a lot of that stuff into Evernote. Yeah. So I don't know how
1: helpful that is to our listeners, but I think it's a good look at where things are right now and how we use things. So I think it's worth talking about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this is just such a useful area for, I, I know it's useful for everyone, but being a, a teacher, I you just can't live without one of these things.
1: I feel like that, that covers this topic fairly well, Robbie. What,
0: uh, what are we talking about next time? Well, next time we're going to be talking about research and reading apps, which is another area that is useful for all, but feels especially cozy to talk about as teachers and uh, for each of us at one point students. Right. And I, I feel
1: like it's a good follow up to this one because there's going to be a lot of crossover with Apple Pencil and, and reading from an iPad and things like that. So uh, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, and possibly even using a handwriting note app for some of your research. Gasp. It's like we planned this out. Uh, Sure is. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, hey, um, I'm looking forward to that. Until then, stay classy. And stay nerdy.